being reviewed by the most important critic in the city. Now suddenly you're going to be an artist. Well, be an artist on your own time. It's my restaurant. The kitchen is my domain. That was our deal. The deal has now changed. Either you stay or you go. So you're threatening to fire me now? No, I'm telling what I'm prepared to do if you don't cook my menu. Do you like what they wrote about you? I don't like it either. Who cares? I do, because I could have done better. I should have cooked food that I was going to cook. There are chefs that cook food that they believe in, and people will try because they're open to a new experience, and they'll end up liking it. You're never going to be happy cooking for someone else. Food truck's a great idea. We're talking about a white-on-white, 88 Chevy Grumman food truck. It's a blank canvas for your dreams. I'm going to have them pull it around. Thank you. Don't thank me till you see it. Hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. You're a little too quick. Like, <laughs> slow you, you it down. Were, we're in the same room now. No, like, I'm for, so for excited today. for you now. Uh, this is our second episode in the same room. So, All right, guys. Uh, yeah, so Devin's still used to talking from LA and with the delay online. So Today we're going to talk about a smaller film from one of the biggest directors of the last 10 years, or at least if you look at the films he's done, they're pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, today we're going to talk about the movie Chef, written and directed, it's and starring John Favreau of Iron Man fame and The Lion King and a whole bunch of other things that we're going to talk about. But yeah, this is a film that I had, see, I had seen a few years ago when it first came out um, and really enjoyed and have been meaning to do it for the podcast. And... There's a reason that we did it while Devin was in town, which we'll get into later. Good. We have um, to. But yeah, so this is a movie I, I saw when it first came out on DVD because it was one of those ones where I just missed it in theaters because it didn't have a huge run mm. from, from what I remember. But it was a fun movie and I really loved it and I fell in love with the food in it. So it's <laughs> um, part of the reason I wanted us to watch it. Mm. This was the first time for both of you watching Chef. Yes. What did you guys think? Do you want me to go, Devin? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so overall, I really like this movie. I actually wouldn't mind owning it. I liked it that much, mainly for the soundtrack. was amazing. And um, I'm a big fan of music videos, and I feel like this is just one giant food music video to a point. Um, but the storyline was good. The acting was amazing. Okay. Um, I loved, uh, I loved what they were going for. Um, I didn't, uh, but I do have to admit at first for about the first 30 to 20 minutes, yeah. I wasn't sure I was going to end up yeah, with we'll, that. We'll get into that. Yeah. Devin, no, no, what no, did no, you no, think? No, we will. So I actually didn't know about this movie until you told me about it about two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Was it two years ago? Three, maybe it had to be two years. Yeah, ago. Yeah. It was like two years ago. You had, I made, I made a thing from the movie and that's why I knew it. Cause you were like, I'm making this from chef. And I went, I don't know what the movie is, but the food's delicious. <laughs> Uh, and I, I figured the synopsis was, you know, John Favreau owns a food truck. And for a while it was like, this doesn't interest me, but, uh, I'm really glad I watched it. Yeah. So the, the premise of the movie is John Favreau is a chef, says it in the title, <laughs> not really a spoiler. Um, but he goes, like, he goes on a journey where he loses his job and then has to, like, he buys a food truck and then travels across the country with his son. So. Like there's a lot of different food things in here and a lot of different people that we're going to talk about. Hmm. So the reason that we did this with everyone in the room is like Devin said, I've cooked a few things from this, from this movie before. Yes. Uh, the one you were talking about was I made the pork for the Cubanos yeah. from this film. And I've made that a few times and I love it. Yeah. That pork is delicious. And this is the recipe that they make when they first open the truck, right? Yes, the, okay. uh, the the mojo marinade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I get a lot of my recipes from Binging with Babish. Yes. Uh, <laughs> friend, friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> um, but so he did that recipe. He also did the pasta that John Favreau makes, which is one of the dishes I made for Devin and Ryan tonight. Which, um, And then he, they, he got to, Babish got together with John Favreau mm -hmm. and Rory Choi, the, uh, the food consultant on this movie and they did the molten lava cake, which plays a big part in the movie, Yeah, which is the other dish that I made. So we're going to talk about my, so my cooking. So it was so good. Just spoiler. Yeah. yeah. I so, second Devin. Second. So hold on. What was the, what was the pasta dish called? Cause this is the one where like in the movie, for those of you who've seen it, it's like Scarlett Johansson's laying seductively in bed and he just cooks her pasta. And that's all that happened ostensibly. 
I'm going to butcher the name of the pasta. Just to give me a second to look it up. Oh, I- it's okay. I mean, so with, did I read the situation right? Because they were like all flirty. And then they, he was like, hey, let's go back to my place. I'll make you some dinner. And oh. like, is was it just dinner that happened? No, then? no. I That was definitely post dinner. <clears throat> you think that was post dinner? That was post dinner. 100%. Wait, that, that they that they banged. That's how I took that scene. Yeah, I think I think he seduces her with the food. And that's like how he. Yeah, that's his in. I think that's how he gets with Scarlett Johansson and Sofia Vergara. It almost I, I don't want to be rude about John Favreau, but like, guys, it almost has to be right. Like, <laughs> like these you, are gorgeous women. And here's but, OK. So so here's the thing, though, is that you also like. The, the, the character of the, the character that he was playing. Yeah. Like I've seen a lot of interviews with uh, male chefs, mm-hmm. the type of persona that he's trying to portray. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why I liked it so much is that they nailed it. They love what they do. They love their craft. They're excellent at it. Um, and the reason why is because they're passionate about it and they're passionate people and they care and they put their emotion into it. Mm-hmm. And that type of a person when it comes to a relationship, especially when it comes to like a love affair, um they're excellent people. And yeah. I feel like that has more to do with it than having like the food being the end. I feel like it's them and their personalities and the food is like part of it. Yeah, yeah. I, the food is definitely part of it. This is just a sexy movie in general. Like, oh, you've yeah. got Scarlett Johansson look at it with her sexy eyes. Mhm. And then just the food in general. Oh, yeah. It just looks so good that your mouth's watering from that. I mean, I haven't (laughs) eaten meat in about two years. And, like, I wanted the barbecue in this. Like, Oh, that barbecue. Yeah, like, real bad. Yeah. There was a couple times in this movie where I'm like, I'll give up meat for this. Or I'll give up vegetarianism for this. Like, I'll do it. (laughs) If I had made the pork, would you have had it? Oh, yeah. I thought about that last night. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, first out of, like sheer like i need to see this because the movie but also like out of politeness like yeah i wouldn't have turned you down but yeah. i'm glad you didn't yeah no i i was careful because i know you're vegetarian so wow. like, what can i make from the movie that's vegetarian yeah so it's the pasta agio e olio is what it's called you know what i think i've seen that binging with babish episode yeah that is way better than i thought it was going to be because yeah. it looks like just oil and pasta yeah and i i, I messed up the recipe because i forgot to buy a fresh lemon but i used the lemon juice and it turned out fine oh, totally it works. tastes just as good as i did that when i did the te- i did a trial run last week just to make yeah. sure i could do it all oh yeah so it turned out great like that was really good yeah you guys helped like i had uh devin stirring the chocolate stirring cho- yeah i gave ryan the tedious job of pulling parsley for it flakes <laughs> yeah i did which which I is a job which is a job that they gave john favreau when they were doing prep for this movie to teach him the ways of the kitchen oh. they had him pull the parsley f- f- uh, leaves off of the stems just so he had appreciation for every step of yeah. the process. <clears throat> so you had mentioned so. there was a food consultant. Like, so there was like real food thought put behind this movie. Not, yeah, we're making sandwiches. So they brought in this, uh, this uh, chef named Rory Choi, who um, he came on and he, the movie became partly based on him. Like oh. Carl, ja- Car- uh, the chef, Carl Jaspers yeah. was partly inspired by his story. Um, with the food truck because he had a food truck um, in LA that blew up and he got a restaurant from it. Oh, wow. So when he came on, he's like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Right. And mm-hmm. you're going to listen to everything I say because the movies always mess it up. Right. So he was very dedicated to making sure everything was realistic. John Favreau plated most of the things in the film that you saw like wow. when he's cooking, like that's him plating. Uh, so he went through a few weeks of training to get everything right. And it's gotten to the point where they loved working with each other so much that they have a show on Netflix called The Chef Show. Yeah. Where the like the opening of the show is just like a claymation food truck. Yeah. The the El Jefe food truck is the opening and they, they do recipes from the show. They do celebrity interviews, all kinds of different things. Like this this movie has spun out into like this bigger thing, which is which is on Netflix, but you can't get the movie on Netflix. So it's like That's <laughs> a shame. But it seems like a cool like series to watch now that I know what happens in the movie. Yes. Especially with how much they focused on the food. I want to see more about the food then. Yeah. There was a thing a few months ago where uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was like, which spite, which Marvel movies was I in? 
Like, oh, she was like, I wasn't in Spider-Man. And John Favreau was like, no, you were. I was there with you. You're in Spider-Man. That's, <laughs> that's from the chef show. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So. Oh. Yeah. And season three is coming out soon. I didn't know it was more than one season. Yeah. There are three parts of it. The okay. first two parts are out. Yeah. Each part's about 10 episodes or so. Oh, that's not bad. So there's a lot of it. And <laughs> there's a lot of celebrity interviews. I watched one yesterday with Robert Rodriguez. Oh, wow. Who evidently is like big into cooking. So I never would have guessed. Yeah. Huh. So, cool. uh, yeah. So Ryan, what'd you think of the food? I thought it was great. <laughs> okay. Like I second Devin on like how good it actually was. Like I was surprised. And like you said, like it was like, this is oil and noodles with like garnish. How, but it's good. It's good. <laughs> how does it taste this good? <laughs> I don't know if I would call garlic a garnish. <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, it definitely adds to the flavor. I'm not oh, talking yeah. about the garlic. Like, to me, the, the garlic is part of the oil. I'm talking about the parsley. Well, the parsley is part of the flavor, too. Yeah, I it's know, but of... to me, parsley is garnish. Okay. But I'm just eating it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did pair everything. I feel like this is important because Devin's in Pennsylvania, and he can't get yingling in California. Even a little bit. So I went out a few months ago, and I got the yingling Hershey's porter that they made around the holidays and got us a, a growler that we just cracked open today it was so good well i can't i can't get like i can get hershey's sure like yeah. in california but like it's not it remind hershey's always reminds me of here because like yeah. this is where the chocolate factory is and like i can't get yingling at all so it was like the perfect like pennsylvania drink i think yeah and it was delicious all it needs now is like river from the, like be, to be made with the rivers from from Pittsburgh. Oh gosh, then I'll then I'll die. Like, <laughs> I'll get all the poisoning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen this movie in a few years, mm -hmm. but I've made the food from it. So I've seen and I've seen clips from it. Um. There's one thing about this movie that I forgot that really struck home for me. And that was the him losing his job. Because I think I've talked about it on the show before, but a few years ago I got laid off. Yeah. It was kind of just like lost for a bit. Yeah. Like career wise. Um, and it, it just kind of struck a chord with me this time because like he gets, he's not as put out as, as long as I was mm -hmm. for, cause I, I spent like six months unemployed looking for work. Um, but it just, it was something that just struck home for me. And I, I, I kind of identified with him a little bit more, even though it's two completely different fields. Yeah. I just, I felt more for him there. I was like, oh, I've been there. So I mean, I, yeah. Was it the same kind of like dramatic fashion that you left where like, I wish that I had thrown <laughs> a lava cake in my boss's face. Um, well, even no. like the first time, like he was very much like, I'm doing things my way or I'm leaving and forget you and left. Was it like that or just like. No, it was kind um, of like, uh, hey, we're having a meeting. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> oh, ew. Yeah, yeah. Ew. It, it, was, it was rough. It was your typical company downsizing type, yeah. type deal. Oh, ew. Who, who knew that newspapers in 2017 were going to be downsizing? What? I know. <laughs> um, Especially so yeah. their online departments. Yeah. Oh, ew. Yeah. Anyway. Gross. Yeah. So I, I identified with that. Was there anything in this movie that you guys identified with at all? Uh, or? Two things. One, similar to you. Um, I lost my job, I think, a little bit after you did. It was about a year. It was, it was I, about a year after. I had yeah. started working a, a new job in my field. Yeah. And like a week into that, I get a call from Ryan like, hey, <laughs> so guess what just happened to me? Um, no, the same thing. <laughs> um, my thing was... and. I'll say it on here. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, are you allowed to say what happened? Yeah, 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 I am. Uh, pretty much, uh, I'm not going to get into the actual like nitty gritty of it, but I effed up on some paperwork. Oh, sure. Um, I was, I mean, y you can ask Alan though. Like I was stressed out of my mind. Yeah. It was not good for you me. You were not in a good place. That was around the yeah. time where we had stopped doing the show for a bit. Yeah, oh, because wow. we like, just couldn't get time. Yeah. And um, like you called me. I was picking up my wife from her job. And I was like, hey, this just happened. We're going to go buy beer, Zima, Zima and yeah. pizza, and go to Ryan's house. <laughs> and that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it was one of those things where, like, because, I mean, I, I, I was in retail for, like, 12 years. And yeah. I was like, you know, it's decent money. I've done this for so long. I'm going to go into management. I went into management. Mm -hmm. And mm, No. 
Oh no, just didn't work no. Out. no. Um, I thought I was doing okay. I thought it was just growing pains. I screwed up on the paperwork. There wasn't any way around it, so I was let the go. The CIA got called in. Yeah. What really? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, that bad, I was. But like, it was hold close. On. Oh my um, gosh. It was. We'll tell you the details after. Okay, the show. yeah, yeah I'll tell you the details intense. later. But no, yeah, the, the, there was uh, outside investigation in it, but it was nothing. I didn't break the law or anything. It's sure. just I screwed up on something that I shouldn't have screwed up on. Um, he didn't break the law at work. Uh, <laughs> um, so Jeez. I'm kidding. As far as yeah, so hmm? <laughs> yeah. it was a good disclaimer. Um, yeah, so like I, I I called my wife. I called Alan, and to be perfectly honest. Within five minutes of my drive home, I realized I don't have to go back tomorrow. I don't have to make schedules anymore. I don't need to deal with people at the customer service desk. And I literally started to laugh because I was so happy. <laughs> so, so you know what happened to me after I got laid off? Like I got laid off and then the next day I had a therapy appointment yeah. in the town where I work. So I was like, damn it, I got to do this drive again tomorrow. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because um, I mean, we were commuting to uh, the hour, both of us, cause, yeah. because was, we both worked in the same town. Yeah. And so we were commuting from here that hour down 81. Wow. I, I will say this, though. It was worth it to walk in the next morning to my therapist and be like, so guess what happened to me yesterday? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So how about you, Devin? Anything you identified with? I identified with the whole father-son part of it as much. Okay. I, I wish I had a cool, like, being laid off story, but I don't. I mean, the most uh, that Here's ever happened. Here's hoping. Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, maybe in the future, guys. But uh, for now, no. Um, I, I didn't relate to that part as much, unfortunately. But the whole, like, father-son part hit me, like, pretty hard. And the whole, like... Uh, the little things that, you know, in the beginning of the movie, he didn't think he was messing up with his son so bad, but it was just like this little thing and this little thing and this little thing. And those little things built up to turn into this big thing later. Like, yeah. Hey, you're straight up neglecting your son. Now I understand that you have these other busy things that you're doing. Understand you need to focus your attention here. And I do that a lot in my, my own life a lot, actually, where I get all these like little things that I do. And I get really excited about this project or I'm going to go do this comedy thing or I'm going to go do this thing. And I get really excited and kind of push things that I need to be focusing on off to the back burner when they really shouldn't be sometimes. And and that part got me like I'm like, I get what's going on here. And oh, no, that's me sometimes. And, and, and here you are doing the too. podcast on your vacation. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. This is a good thing. This is not what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But th- 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 that also goes into that second part that I identified with him because I do the same thing yeah. because I mean like I go through binges where like and, and not just binging like a TV show like I'll get obsessed with like one thing for yeah. like a month and a half and that's all I'll do mm-hmm. and then I move on to the next thing that I get obsessed with and yeah it's just one of those things where just things kind of get off put off to the side and the next thing you know you're behind on something that you shouldn't be behind on <laughs> Well, yeah. that was the one thing that got me actually about him is he was obsessed with something, but it was always the same thing. Mm-hmm. And like his speech to his son outside of that food truck where he was like, look, I know I'm not the best dad. I know I was a terrible husband, but like, this is what I'm good at. Yeah. Like that hit me hard, not because I can relate, but because I wish I could relate. Like yeah. I wish I could find the one thing in this world that I was like, that's what I'm killer at, man. Like, and, and have that talk with like little Devin, who's being neglected by me, be like, yeah, but have you seen me string a violin? Like, I don't know. I'm assuming that's my strength and I haven't tried it yet. I think our strengths are podcasts and we're just going to keep going. I, I like it. I like it. Um, so one thing about this movie that I forgot to tell you guys is I remember when this movie was being made. Okay. Because oh. in the movie talks about deals with this a little bit, but when they were filming this in 2013, Vine was huge. I was going to bring this up. Yeah. Okay. So on Vine, John Favreau went through the whole process of making this movie, like all the behind the scenes stuff he shot for Vine, ripping out the food truck that was on Vine, wow. like the new food truck, like a lot of the food stuff. I was like, what the hell is this movie? Like, I want to see this movie. So I've been invested in this since I saw those Vines. Wow. It was following John Favreau there because I, I, it was just one of those things like I've never seen the behind the scenes like this and seven yeah. second segments and like, wow. it, it was really interesting. And then I finally got to see the movie when it came out on DVD and I was like, this is awesome. Like, cause I feel like I was there for the whole thing, even though I wasn't. 
Mm-hmm. We saw all the work that went into behind it. Yeah. Like, that's really, do they have the vines encapsulated I'm somewhere? I'm sure they do. I didn't yeah. get a chance to look. I meant to, but I'll see if I can find them. I'm sure they're on his Twitter feed still. I know that, uh, uh, I know that most, uh, I know that you can find most vines on YouTube, but if they weren't saved on anything other than vine, they're gone. No, vines, vine kept everything. Like if they, vine was, like, as far as I know, the vines are still on Twitter. You have just have to go back and find them. Oh, uh, I hope so. Yeah. Wouldn't I mean, I feel like they'd be on the DVD somewhere, right? Like if it's something that like they depth. might be. Yeah. Um, actually, do you want to grab it? Yeah, it's on the it's on the shelf right next to two or three over from Back to the Future. Yeah. So it's what? the only yellow binded Blu-ray on the <laughs> shelf. It's the only. Maybe it's um, It might be. Um, I love that word, featurette. Featurette. It's a good word. It's a, I, it's a I like fun it. word. So since I brought up Vine, what did you guys think of the use of social media in this movie? Okay, so Ryan, this no. is where I was going to say before, and then you stopped me, about when, right about when he did a, uh, has his meltdown with, with the uh, food critic, I paused because I had to use the because uh, I had to do something, and uh, when I uh, Kristen wasn't watching the movie with me because she was uh, she was watching her own thing, I walked in and I was like, so I think I can sum up this movie in a sentence. Um, old man doesn't know how to use social media, <laughs> and I seriously thought up until that point that that's what this movie was going to be. That like, of course, that he was going to like get his name back and get back at the critic, but it was going to be like social media is haunting him because he doesn't understand how to work it. Because they hint at that, they hint at people are like, "Hey, you need to talk to this person to yeah. know what's really going on," right. and all of this. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be the oldest joke in the book." social media but then it turned mm-hmm. and they 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 use this movie if you want to if you want to look at the movie from a purely social media perspective which i thought this movie was going which it didn't but this is where i thought it was going so if you continue with that mindset they show the damage it can do but then they also show the good mm-hmm. it can do um, but anyway, like, that's what I thought, like for, for a while there, I wasn't sure about the film, but then the relationship between him and his son, um, between him and his buddy, which I love the fact that, uh, John Wakewazamo, like Wazamo, yeah, yeah. Wakewazamo is in this. Cause he's one of my favorite, like he's, he, he's one of my favorite actors. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying from John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is one of my favorite actors. And so seeing him in it just totally made it better. And then seeing the friendship go back and forth. And yeah, I mean, but the one thing that made me like, like, uh, is, I mean, I like memes. I like social media. I'm on social media a lot. <laughs> and one of the things that I, that I'm a little bit upset over is the fact that Vine is no longer a thing. Yeah. I miss Vine. So when, now, so now we've when got the kid, TikTok. Yeah. Ugh. Is it not the so, same? It's not. It's Aww. not. So when the kid was like, yeah, no, I'm posting on Vine. And I was like, oh, I miss Vine. <laughs> like said he said that. Thing. And I'm like, oh, this movie's dated already because social media can change like can change at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's like there's movies out there that mention social media that was made in like the late early millennium. And they mentioned MySpace instead of Facebook. And it's like, oh, this is so dated. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like that they use social media as that like kind of to, to show that John Favre or show John Favreau like his son has something to add to the, the conversation yeah. too though like that he's just as valuable a member as everyone else that's here he's yeah. not just the son tagging along and I think that makes him respect his son a little bit more especially in the scene in New Orleans where he was like they're here because of you not because of me and like yeah. that was really cool like that I like that like you did this like you're you you did a great job like yeah. I'm so proud like yeah because it like they show it I don't think that you get that payoff if you don't have him not knowing what social media is at the beginning yeah. which I I I hated it at first but yeah. then I started to love it with the whole oh and the, they showed the like little the little bird? birds yeah and they would show what the people were typing um, on the top at first when I thought this movie was just going to be old man doesn't know how to use social media at first I hated it because I was like where's this coming from where where, where, where were the birds before where where was all yeah. of this like typing above your head thing and then as the movie got on I was like oh okay this is really cool I really like this 
So I was actually thinking about that because the typing above your head thing happens in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen, it's not the first time I've ever seen it. Was there any time where you guys didn't think it worked? Because I thought of a specific uh, instance where I actually really didn't like it. I thought it worked pretty well. They didn't rely on it too much. Yeah. Which time didn't you like it though? Not in this movie. I didn't oh. like like in the world. Oh, in the world. Yeah, because I've um, seen this trick a lot, like in a lot of things. And if nobody uh, knows or nobody's anyone's apathetic, I didn't like it in the new Sherlock Holmes with Benedict Cumberbatch. I they I think overused it, it. Yes, and that's I think for sure. that's why. Like I think it was a little bit too much. I don't think it needed it for anything. I just wanted. I thought it was there. We'd be like, guys, guys, it's the future. Guys, look at us typing things. And it's like, I don't need that. Yeah. But like, because I've seen that gimmick used before. I think. It's, the thing is, to me, I'm very skeptical of social media being used in movies at the moment. Sure. Um, because I have an automatic, for some reason, and I don't know why this happens, because I'm on social media all the time. I have an instant turn off to this new thing of like horror movies made based around social media. Oh, Yeah. Where it's like the black web or like the dark web and every, and everybody's on their laptops. There's only one movie I ever watched that I actually enjoyed with that whole setup. And I can't remember the name of it. Kristen had me watch it a while ago. I mentioned it to you, Alan, but I don't remember if you remember me talking about it. Um, but uh, it's something that I just get a huge like turn off on. Yeah. So I think that's so I think I think that's one of the reasons why I was kind of like. I got, I became cynical Yeah. <laughs> at first because I'm like, oh, are they really doing this? <laughs> like, is this really how he's going to end his career by saying you wouldn't know a good meal if it sat on your face and he's thinking it's going to be a private. Cause as soon as he typed it and hit send, I knew, Oh yeah. I knew it was going to blow up in his face. Well, actually I did. So part of me actually really liked that because I felt like I knew something he didn't. So like yeah. a lot of the time I'm like, I understand what he thinks he's doing. I understand what he's really doing. I see that smug face and him go directly to bed. Oh no, this is going to end terribly. <laughs> and in my mind, it's like that countdown clock to like, yeah. Oh, when's this going to, and like for me that added more suspense to, or any amount of suspense to a movie that didn't have too much of it. Like yeah. it's not a suspenseful movie, Like, there's no true villain. No, there really isn't. No, there no. isn't. It, uh, honestly, if there is an antagonist or if there is a villain, it's the molten name, lava cake. Hmm? <laughs> it's the molten lava cake. Well, not even that. I mean, I'm I'm going to say that it's 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 his own ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. That's the villain is the fact that he that he reacts. Or you could say it's Dustin Hoffman. That's what I was going to say, because he's oh, the yeah, one who's no, like, yeah. no, you're cooking my menu like you're not. Going I, off book, you're cooking the hands. He is the owner of the restaurant, though. That okay, and so, that is the industry. But 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 I mean, at the same time, like I, he, it was it was one of those things where that job, even though it probably paid well, and it and he was doing what he enjoyed, it wasn't what he was meant to do, and mm-hmm. that's where that friction came from. It's like the same thing I keep saying about Star Wars. If you're going to hire a chef to cook in your kitchen, <laughs> let them do what they do best. Like, right. trust their instincts. Yeah. Don't be like, no, you have to stick to this and right. this and this. Give them some leeway. Let them do what they want to do, because their instincts, if even if it doesn't work out, fine. But at least they're doing what they want to do. Like, don't yeah. put the, don't put them in a position where they're, you're making them do something they don't want to do because then you lose the passion for it, and that's what happens in this. Yeah. So so was so I've never worked in the restaurant industry ever, so I don't really know how this relationship works. But like, was John Favreau totally in the wrong there when he was like, "I'm doing what I want to do. I don't care that you're the owner. It's my kitchen. You listen to me." I don't think he was completely in the wrong from the sound of it. They had made a deal early on that he would have more say in the okay. menu, and it just never happened that way. Okay. Yeah, because he even the owner even said that he was like, "Look, that was the agreement. I'm changing it." Okay. Yeah. You're gonna do my menu, and then of course he kind of puts the his his what the sous chef on the spot. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, hey, he can do it. And he's just like, to be honest, I, I would have reacted the same way. Oh, yeah. It would have been like, I really don't want to be involved in this. Why am I being put into this? Yeah. But then at the same time, there's the voice in the back of the head's like, this means a promotion. I get the kitchen, but I don't want to make anybody mad. So I'm just going to stand here awkwardly and apologize later, which is exactly what he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just exactly. So did you guys recognize the sous chef? No. I did. Okay. But I'll tell you why, where you know him from. Okay, where do I know it's him Bobby from? It's Bobby Cavanale. 
I think that's I'm pronouncing his name right. What? He's an Ant Man. He plays the cop who's married to Paul Rudd's ex wife. Oh, he's the he's 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 the selfish boyfriend in uh, Bone Collector. Oh, yes. is he? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's the one that tells Anna Jill. Uh, he's the one that tells Jolie uh-huh. that um, my therapist says I need to work on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to her. Oh, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's him. Wow. One of the many, many MCU actors who show up in this because John Favreau directed the first two Iron Mans. So he, he made some friends. Oh, I didn't know he directed both of them. Yeah, he directed one and two and then was just a producer on three. So I was wondering, when does this fit in the Marvel timeline? Okay. Is this after two? This was after, this was after three. Wow. Okay. So they were pretty in it. Yeah. Um. So this is probably, they filmed this 2013. So it was like right after the Avengers. Okay. So, uh, so we, let's go through them. So we have Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Who yeah. plays Black Widow. And is the uh, wine connoisseur hostess? Sommelier hostess? Sommelier, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, we have Bobby Cavanale. Yeah. John Favreau, who plays Happy Hogan. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Downey Jr., who I think was Iron Man for I, a minute. Maybe something like <laughs> oh. that. I don't know. It's <laughs> a um, good reaction. Was that. there anyone else? I'm trying to think. Dustin Hoffman hasn't been in it yet. There probably yeah. is a lot of other ones. We're just we're just missing it right now. Yeah. Um, I did make the joke when we were watching it yesterday for the show. I was like, "There's no pepper in it, but there's a lot of pepper in it because he's cooking." <laughs> oh, and I I kid you not. Like good. five minutes later, I get a text from my dad like, "Bring pepper to dinner." Like he was out <laughs> of ground pepper. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, what are the odds? What are the odds?" Um, yeah. So. I forgot Robert Downey Jr. was in this. Yeah. I didn't know he was at all. Yeah. Oh, um, the the uh, the critic is in the X-Men movies, if we're counting that. He's in First Class. Yeah, he is. I didn't know that. Who yeah. is he in First Class? He plays the CIA guy who's like working with he does. McCoy. And he's like, you're not a mutant, are you? Why, why didn't you tell me? Like, he, yeah. yeah. He, he looks so familiar. Yeah. Oliver Platt. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he just he has one of those faces. I'm like, I've seen him around. Bicentennial Man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen Bicentennial Man? I have. Okay. I just forget it. Yeah. So, did you guys read who was in it before you watched no. it? Or okay. I looked at the faces on the cover. Okay. After before you told me not to look. Yeah. <laughs> and I did anyway because the faces were there. So wait, who does it give away on the cover? I, I have it in front of yes. me. Yes. Let me. Yeah. So everyone's there. Oh, it gives away like everyone. Yeah, I forgot Robert Downey Jr. was in this for one scene. Um, it was a good scene, though. He plays yeah. a good part. I mean, I don't know. If, I think a lot of it's just him playing himself. Yeah, like, yeah I, I see a lot of Tony Stark in that. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's just their banter because mm-hmm. they worked together on two movies at that point. Yeah. yeah. So, well, three movies because they did Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah, right. He did so. Iron Man 3 too. I mean, he's in it. He didn't direct it. Shane Black. Oh, okay, Iron okay. Man 3. I was gonna say he he just plays happy because three felt a lot different than the than the first two. Yeah. yeah. Um. So since we're talking about Marvel people in this movie, I I want to know if you guys feel like Scarlett Johansson's character got like completely thrown away in the movie the way I did because I thought they'd at least show her like at the wedding with someone else, but they just ignored her. I thought. I. <sighs> I feel like she didn't need to be at the wedding because like she like she ends her run with uh, with her development with him because she's not leaving that restaurant. Right. Like that's her job. And that's one of those things where it's like that was a fling. That was something that they obviously they made it obvious that that was something that was going to happen, that they were pushing off. Yeah, that they were pushing off that these two were going to end up doing what they did for a long time. And eventually he was like, you know, with the day that I had, screw it. I'm going to make you dinner, which also coincides to them having like a one night stand. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's awkward to have your. Your ex from when you were separated at your second wedding. I mean, that's true. But also, I just I I just wanted to see what her character was doing, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, she plays a good character. She was off playing an agent in something else, and they couldn't get her back for this. <laughs> I mean, I totally get that. Because that was her career for a while. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah. So, what are your, what's your guys' opinion on Dustin Hoffman? 
Because I've, I've heard some stuff. Oh, no, have you? Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I don't have much of an opinion. Like, he's one of, like, the classic actors that, like, everyone knows that's in everything. And, like, I don't. From what I hear, he can just be a prick. Yeah, I see that. You um, know what? That comes off. You can, like, that doesn't surprise me. Like, Outbreak is one of my favorite, like, disease disaster movies. Um, How do you feel about seeing it play out? You know what? No, 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 no. Okay, so for 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 that, for what's going on right now, yeah, not Outbreak, but Plague Inc. That app video game, that is more like dead on to what's going on right now than before. I actually told somebody on Facebook, I was like, whoever designed Plague Inc. deserves an award of some kind because with because with the news that's coming out how it's spreading i feel like i'm living in somebody's like version of it version of it that they're playing before bed like i'm waiting to see an orange marker in the sky one day uh as of a dna symbol only it's not called like the the like disease isn't called like stupidity or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Although I've seen whole news articles that are like, please stop comparing this to plague Inc. It's like <laughs> everyone's doing that now. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just because of how it's because of how the news is coming out yeah. and how, and how, and how they're saying where it's like, you know, like Popping being up. found. But anyway, like I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm yeah. not trying to make fun of it. I'm just saying it's similar. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> When it comes to the, him, the other thing is we're recording this on the 27th of January and this is probably coming out in like two weeks. So, right. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, when it comes to when it comes to him, like Outbreak is 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 my favorite movie of his that I can think of at the moment. Um, and he just he's an older actor. He's one of the more established people in Hollywood. So if he's one of those people that kind of like makes everybody else work off his clock. Like, to me, it makes sense. It's just part of the personality of, like, somebody who gets to that level. Okay. You know? All right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wish I had, like, more... Like, I want him... Because he was in so much, I want him to be, like, Tommy Lee Jones in my mind. But I like Tommy Lee Jones way better. And, like, I'm sure he's a jerk offset too, and I really don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard any horror stories about Tommy Lee Jones. I haven't either, really. Um, He might be a gem. Except for the fact that he was in Men in Black 3. He was in that? Men in Black 3? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I thought just like young version of him was. No, it's both. Oh, no. Even, uh, I would say even like Christian Bale. Like, I, like, I know about his freak out during the, during the filming of Terminator Salvation. Yeah. Does it make me not like him as an actor? No, I still like his movies. Did it make that movie any better? No. Also, no. As far as I'm concerned, that's one of my favorite ones. Oh, it's, wow. It, it's I fine. really like Salvation. It's fine. It's yeah. um, He's not the problem with that movie. No, 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 no. There were other things that are problems with it. His his uh, his performance, and it's good. I feel like Salvation is what I wanted when I was a kid of, I want to see what this future is. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I got. And that's what I'm happy it, with. It's a lot better than Genesis. I'll was, take your word for it. Was that the Amelia Clark one? I didn't one? want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that one. She was fine in that movie. Oh, okay. Just the rest the, of it. The, the problem with that movie is they gave away the twist in the trailers. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Um, but did you know it was the twist before seeing the movie? Yes. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Because... Okay, it's in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah, yeah, I, and I don't think you guys care enough to see it. No, they give away that when John Connor comes back to the past, he's a Terminator. Like they oh. shoot him, and they're all like, "What? You're a Terminator now?" And so the John Connor's the bad guy. Weird. Yeah. Huh. But then that's not canon anymore. So it it's not. Matter. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, but then again, neither is three or Salvation. So. That's I don't. Okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. The fact that Salvation's not canon doesn't bother me because I just wanted a movie that just kind of show what life was like after Doomsday. Yeah. Or yeah, and that's or after I, Armageddon. I mean, and they, that's what I got. They can say it's not canon anymore. It still exists. Yeah. Just like the Star Wars Legends books still exist. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's no getting rid of that. So to somebody, that's that's their story. Like that's what happens. Like there's no there's no Ben Solo. It's uh, the twins that. Yeah. Luke and Leia, or oh, yeah, Han that's and Leia right. have. Yeah. It's called it, it it's called having headcanon. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Speaking of headcanon, my wife's reading some right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not headcanon, it's like sanction. Okay. Doesn't make okay. it better. 
<laughs> We're not going to go in the details. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, um, so did this make you guys want to open a food truck? Oh, God, yes. Because it kind of did for me, too. I'm not. Uh, I am. Okay, so I like good food. Yeah. I like watching people who are ta- who who know how to cook yeah. make good food. I am not a cook. <laughs> like, I will follow instructions to make dinner, but I my my anxiety spikes too much for fear that I'm going to ruin something for me to enjoy the process. Yeah. So uh, see, like I could, I didn't, I didn't know how much you cooked until we, uh, till I was cooking in the kitchen. You yeah. were standing there. I was like, Hey, do you know how to peel garlic? He's like, I've never peeled garlic. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, I, I love to cook. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I stress myself out with it sometimes mm-hmm. too much. But like this past Thanksgiving was the first year I cooked the whole meal by yeah. myself for my family, and it was exhausting. But I had a ball. Yeah, doing it. I I loved cooking for you guys tonight. Oh yeah, I just like to cook. I've cooked for you before. I've, I've cooked yeah. for both of you before. Yeah. So it, it's something I like to do. I um, I I would love to open a food truck. Mm-hmm. Like when I retire, like they just. Like if you opened a food truck in LA and yeah. told me about it, I would fly out and help you. That would be so like, I would, cool. I would just show up like John Leguizamo does in this movie, not explained at all. And the timeline makes no sense, but I would just show up <laughs> way sooner than I could have. Like you oh, yeah. get off the phone with me. I'm there an hour in an right. hour. Like, I don't know how I got here, but I'm here. here Let, let's, let's, let's do this. I, so I would too. Cause like, I forgot. So I said I'd never worked at a food in a food business. I worked in a pizzeria, which is the food business. But I was like low man on the totem pole making pizzas. And like I would do that again in a second. Like oh, Romana's, yeah. Romana's dad and I joke about opening up our own pizzeria. Like if he moves here and like I would totally open up a pizza food truck like that would be really cool. Yeah. And it's it's, it's like, like if cooking didn't make me so anxious and fear that I'm going to like ruin something, I would probably enjoy it a lot yeah. more. But I love watching per like 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 professionally class people cook like in this movie. Yeah. Like I think I mentioned before to you guys like this was a food music video. Like I love the music and I, I for some reason jazz and ethnic music fit with cooking. Yeah. I don't know why. Just to me, they go hand in hand. Yeah. I hear jazz or the type of music they're playing in this. And Latin even music, if, it, yeah. yeah. And, and even if they weren't cooking, I would be thinking of cooking. Like just, just because just, in general, just because to me, like those two things go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. We had the soundtrack on while I was cooking. I love the soundtrack to this. Yeah. It's such a good soundtrack. I, it was weird that we were all in the kitchen together. And the first song, I put the soundtrack on shovel. The fir- first song that came on with sexual healing. <laughs> that scene though is great. It's so yeah. good. Uh, there's one scene in here that we, uh, my wife and I quote all the time and have since we saw it the first time. Anytime we uh, go to get cornstarch out of the cupboard, hmm. one of us makes a hush puppies joke. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. Does that work? The the chafing thing? The cornstarch? Yeah. It does? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically... I may have not dipped my balls in soy sauce, but I've tried that and it works. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, it's what people do the same thing with baby powder. I mean, yeah. it's, it's pretty, pretty much, much the same, same thing. It's a li- like. Have you ever touched cornstarch? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's just that texture. It just it just all works. Yeah. Oh, because the whole time I was like, I was like the little kid. I was like, really? Yeah. I mean, I got some in the kitchen. If you want to go test it out. Oh, or- we will. Don't worry. Okay. Or I will. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, um. So. Was was there any dish in this that stood out to you that you were like, oh, my God, I want that in my mouth now? <laughs> Sticking the food. Is it beside the cornstarch balls? Yeah. Um, hush yeah. puppies. <laughs> hush puppies. Um, then definitely the barbecue. Okay. They, got, they were like cutting the pieces. Of, oh, man. Like that almost that got me. Yeah. They got me good. Brian, the barbecue and the sandwiches they were making at the uh, when they were giving the food to the construction workers. Okay, the yeah. Cubanos. Yeah, that like, I am a sandwich guy. Like, mm-hmm. you you want me to try something? Put it in between two nice slices of like bread, and just like add stuff to it. Yeah, like that's that's my that's that's my thing. I feel like in the next month or two, I'll have to make that pork again. And we'll have Cubanos. You yeah. should, yeah. And I'll make fakey, a fake version. I, I'm trying to think. Like you could. Well, they make that. Uh, 
impossible pork now, don't yeah. they? And I'm going to so, do that. Yeah, there you go. Or you, you could try it with like watermelon. That might like be really water, good too. I heard that's steak. a pretty good analog. Yeah. So what, what, what food did you like? So is there a food that's on this that you haven't made that you like needed? The grilled cheese. Yes. The, that grilled cheese looked fantastic. And mm-hmm. I think they did it on the chef show, right, honey? The grilled okay. cheese. Yeah. Well, so what's been good about it? Was it the mayonnaise on? Was it mayonnaise? I think it was mayonnaise, but like just all that cheese and like the crunch that he gets from it. When you hear the knife go. Th- oh, yeah. man, this. Yeah. It just looks so good. This is like food porn. The movie. It is. Like, yeah. like, I was going to say he's saying it's a food music video. I think it's food porn. It is. It really is. Yeah. Oh, man. So ever since I saw that episode of South Park, I can't think of food and porn together without thinking of the one character's dad. Oh no, which character? There is an episode where where was it one of the fathers gets obsessed with like cooking shows. With the cream fresh? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same episode with the shake wake joke. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I can't like to me that They that, have to be kept separate. That that is kept separate. That joke ran its course for me. You're good. The whole food porn thing, to me, this is like just like food glamour. Cause like I'm not a like I'm not a food channel person. I don't right. I don't watch cooking shows. I try. I really do. Just like that that great British baking show <gasps> yeah. thing that you said you really liked. Yeah. I tried watching it. I can't. Sure. Like I'm just I'm not somebody that's like that. But the way that they shot this movie for all of the cooking, like they're not explaining what they're doing and they're not adding any drama. It's just they're showing somebody who's trained doing what they know how to do and they're making it more dramatic. Yeah. And that's what I like. Like, that's how I like to see food getting prepared. So, Devin, what food shows do you watch? Uh, I watch Binging with Babish. I okay. watch uh, so a lot of the food kind of game shows. Like, I'll watch Cutthroat Kitchen, MasterChef, uh, Great British Baking Show. Um, n- not too many, like, how-tos that aren't just on YouTube. Like, I'll watch a lot of the YouTube cooking shows. Okay. Have you ever watched Chopped? Yeah, I love Chopped. Yeah, Chopped's one of my Chopped go-tos. is really good. Sometimes I like to play Chopped, just see what I have in the kitchen, see what I can make. Oh, that's me all the time. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what I'm ever doing. Um, yeah, for me, it's Binging with Babish. I like um, some of the Gordon Ramsay shows. He has one called 24 Hours to Hell and Back. That's a fun one. Because the premise of that is he goes into a, a restaurant that's failing, kicks the staff out for a day, and like redoes the whole restaurant, changes the whole menu. and like it, It's like part hell's... Or not, Part kitchen nightmares, part like renovation, sh- like just yeah. more renovation show, like but like in a timeline. Well, and I like that they did mention Hell's Kitchen in this. Like they could yeah. have gotten him a spawn. That would have been fun. Yeah. I. What does Sofia Vergara do that she had a publicist? I think she's vaguely famous in this. I don't okay. think they talk about it, right? Did they? Is she a model? She was- they mentioned something about her having money. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he said something about like that's your mom's money or yeah. or something. I don't really know what she does. I mean, she's either a model or an actress, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. She's the wife of, uh, she's the daughter of a mobster. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, why? So that was my thing. If she's like a model or an actress, which I figured she was, she was something vaguely famous that like people knew her. Why was she working the food truck? Was she I, wanted to, I think it's just a family thing. You think it was yeah. a family time? Yeah. Cause like, my grandfather had a restaurant for a while and yeah. like the whole family helped out Oh, really? when he first opened. Like, yeah, my uncle, I remember it was my uncle and I in the kitchen late night sir, cooking up food for the bar crowd. Oh, wow. So like frying stuff on the grill, deep fryers. Uh, we had my brother doing dishes and he's like 10 years younger than me. So he was like eight at the time. Wow. Like we were all just, everyone pitched in. So yeah. I think it's just one of those family restaurant type things where everyone helps out and like, there's a big crowd there. So they, any, any extra help. You can get. Yeah. That makes sense. So from somebody, I just watched this, but um, I know that we've been talking about the food and this and that, Uh, the kind of the beat of the storyline a little bit. um, And something that I thought of after watching this and thinking about the film. um, And I was thought about stuff that I've mentioned before about other films, about how like I, about how like my anxiety kind of, spike sometimes yeah uh, especially if i get drawn into a film and like i get to the point of where like i need to step out of the room sometimes because i'm too invested and like something might be happening that might embarrass the main character like i can feel that yeah um i thought of myself like this is like a like after the first like 
bad part where he like loses his job and he walks out. I was so expecting something else to happen, like another thing to happen to kind of like draw him back a little bit because I was like, that can't be the only thing that drives the storyline, but it was. And made me think like on my anxiety scale, this movie is maybe like a 2.5 out of five. And I was thinking to myself, like I could rate move. I could rate movies by their anxiety level. (laughs) So so where was this one? Like a 2.5 out of five. Because, because I mean like all of the anxiety and it happens like, almost towards the beginning where he loses his job. And even then it's not like he loses his job in front of, well, I mean, he does lose his job in front of everybody, but like the anxiety part happens and they kind of show you as a show. They, they show you as it's happening. Yeah. So it's not like a blind side. So like, you know, he's walking into the restaurant because he called ahead, Uh you know, he's going to flip out on him because he's so upset. But after that, that's it. Right. It's, it's just him building himself back up again. And it's fun and it's funny. And I would say the only anxious part I had was when the cops showed up. Oh, to like check his permit. Because, because oh. I mean, I was so expecting him to like slip up again yeah. because, you know, like he was doing so well and then that would happen. But it was just a cop that wanted to take every selfie that he could think of, which I was so expecting. Like if I was there and I was one of the people that was waiting to get food and some cop was doing that, I would have so yelled out, get off the effing truck. Right. Like, because I'm in a crowd and he couldn't really point me out because like, stop it. You're, right. You're abusing your power. Like, <laughs> Alan, did you hate the cop part? <laughs> I, it just went on for too long. Like yeah. There, think, there, yeah, there's the rule of three, and it it broke the rule of three a bit, and I That's was like, true, okay, yeah. just uh, just stop. Yeah. So you, did you guys like? I mean, I'm assuming Alan, you did, but I know that you're a little bit, uh, Brian, are a little more picky with humor. Did you like yeah. the humor in this movie? Oh, I love the humor. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was well timed. Everything fit. Um, all of the humor between him and his son fit yeah. um, the type of humor that they were using for how old he was fit for the fact. I mean, like the guy's a chef. Yeah. I mean, I've known chefs. This fits for for like the type of people that I know. Yeah. And I love the fact how they 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 gave him tattoos. They gave him tattoos on his fingers. And yeah. I loved how they showed their hands getting beat up when they would first start. They'd be fine. Uh-huh. And then as and then, of course, as they go, they would show little dinks and bruises and cuts yeah. because they're working real fast. I love that aspect because it's showing that the actors were actually cooking for these people. Yeah. Like the first scene before they even do anything, John Leguizamo has a whole bandage on his hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So. Oh, and I-, and <laughs> I loved how like he was like, hey, guys, um, I was told that you could help me move the stuff into the truck and they just stare at him. Yeah. Yeah. And then the ghost shows up and he tells them like, you know, uh, in Cuban that, hey, guys, if you help me out, you I get best sandwiches you ever had. And you're like, oh, OK, everybody gets up and walks over to help Wait, out. Did did they actually translate it in the version you no, saw? They didn't. Did, but did I'm they just, translate in, in the version you saw? No. OK, so I this is actually funny. I had Romana's dad in the room with me watching this. And Romana's dad speaks Italian, which is close enough to Spanish that he got most of the words. He they also threatened to deport them. <laughs> they did. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> they said, "Yeah, I'll make you the best sandwiches in the world. Also, help me or don't help me, and we'll call uh, like immigrant services on you." <laughs> I had no idea. That I'm so glad he was there. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I love how they do stuff like that because I'm pretty sure that coming from John Wayquizamo, that's got to be really funny. Oh yeah, because I've absolutely. seen his stand up that he did on Netflix. Oh yeah, and I thought it was amazing where he's talking about his son and like you know like people that you know that like his son can look up to and like the heritage of his people and everything. Yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend it. I'll have to. But knowing that that's him, <laughs> that makes right. it even funnier. Oh yeah. <clears throat> So I did have one question that this made me think about because I have an embarrassing story for this and I can start if you want. But okay. what are your guys' most embarrassing food stories? Because I have a pretty bad one if you guys want me to tell it. Uh, go ahead and tell yours. I'll have to yeah. think for a minute. All right. So at one point in time, I was living with friend of the show, Chad, uh, and I had decided to make um, General So's chicken. Like, <laughs> I really wanted to. And the recipe calls for uh, for cut red pepper, Right. And I didn't have cut red pepper, but me being the, you know, opportunist, I had red pepper flakes. 
Oh God! And I go, oh, this is the same. So what you have to do is you have to saute cut red pepper in the pan for about five minutes, right? So I heat up a lot of oil, and I figured one red pepper is about a cup of red flakes. Oh God! Yeah. So I take a cup of red pepper flakes and put it in this burning hot oil. And literally make pepper gas. I was talking to Romana. We were Skyping during it. And all of a sudden I just go. <coughs> and then it got to the point where Chad and I couldn't breathe in our apartment. And I had to open the windows. And we left for pizza. Oh, and I had God. to let the apartment air out because we almost died. Oh, man. Yeah, that's my worst food story, guys. I'm really trying to keep my mouth away from the mic right now. Oh, oh man. Good. I don't think I have anything that bad. Can you think I of anything do. that I've done? Shit, I don't know. I yeah. do. Okay, go ahead. Oh, what did you do? Okay, so this was a mistake that me and another kid made when I was in Boy Scouts. <laughs> we were trying. Okay, so we were making dinner and we were calving. We were cabin camping. Okay. And it was a bunch of the like fourth year scouts from the troop. So we were all like the same age. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, it, it was, it was him and my turn cooking dinner that night. Sure. So, you know, instant mashed potatoes was part of it. Cause we were making like, like hamburger helper or something oh, sure. like with like the yeah. camping stoves and <laughs> I'm dyslexic <laughs> and uh, it called for, like uh like a cup of flour i think or some type of like mixing agent to like make the mashed potatoes like fluff up a little bit sure um i read it as salt oh no <laughs> we turn the instant mashed potatoes into play-doh <laughs> uh, uh let me let me tell i have two and then you can come over and yes. tell to the microphone you can come over and okay. All right. So I've, I've got two. Um, they're no, nowhere near as bad. So right after graduation in college, my, we went to my grandfather's house uh-huh. and he had me put together a grill. So I put together this grill for oh. him, put it back on his back porch. And he's like, here, make these burgers. So I had turned on the grill on high just to burn off everything. Yeah. Just to, to test it out. And it got really hot. I didn't realize it hadn't cooled down a lot. Those were the darkest burgers I've ever had in my life. Oh, no. To this day, he still gives me shit for it. Because this is my grandfather who's the chef. He's like, what the hell is this? Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't like my hot dogs that burnt. But Anna was like, this is perfect. Like, oh. um, and then the other one, her family makes a dish called baba. Okay. It's a... The best way I can describe it is like a bread pudding with bacon and eggs. and Oh, my gosh. It's delicious. You're the second person I've actually heard about that. That's awesome. I know this. So I made it. Yeah. I, we, we got the recipe finally, and I made it. And then I forgot to add like a cup of water. Okay. So it came out. I was like, something's off. Like. <laughs> It the taste is there, but the texture is not right. And yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot to add the cup of water." <laughs> and it's bread, so it bakes, and it's just all dry. I was like, "This is close, but it's not." And I was yeah. like, "That's what it was." Oh, and yeah. it was something easy too. Oh. No, it wasn't water. It was milk. It was milk. Uh, it was milk. I forgot. I have one. I have. Okay. I have one more thing. Yeah. Um. So there's something that my wife and I make about maybe like twice a month. And it's uh, you put chicken breast in a crock pot with salsa and something mm-hmm. else, and it's supposed to like marinate like in it in in its own ju- juices, and then you can tear apart the chicken to make like uh, like tacos and stuff. Um, the first time she left me instructions to to make it, I put everything in, and I'm like, this looks bad. Like this looks like it's missing something. So I put in like a glass of water into it and, and it's supposed to cook for like 10 out for for like eight hours i pretty much slowly boiled the chicken breast solid <laughs> so it was like really gross by the time it came out yeah so uh. instead of being able to like peel it apart with like a fork to like put in the tortilla and everything like it was just like two hard cooked chicken breasts floating <laughs> in like chicken water with like salsa. <laughs> it was like <laughs> floating in chicken water. <laughs> you made, you made chicken hard candy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. All right. What do you got? Yeah. 
Am I close enough? Can you hear me? Yeah, a little bit closer. Okay. So my dad's not really a cook. Alan knows this, but he makes like three things. He makes bologna and egg sandwiches. Yes. He makes spaghetti. <laughs> and buffalo wings. And buffalo wings. And so when he was, I believe it was when he was still working at the prison, he made buffalo wings for like his crew, like the other yeah. people there. There was like a picnic or something. And so he had a like quadruple the recipe. So he, he gets like the extra wings. He gets the extra hot sauce, all the stuff. And he's like... All right, so there was supposed to be four teaspoons of hot sauce in it, <laughs> right? Which is fine. And he's like, oh, well, like four teaspoons is a tablespoon. So he's like, oh. I can just put in one tablespoon. And so he's like, whoop, tablespoon. And then he repeated that four times. <laughs> because- so he got to whatever picnic or whatever it was, and the guys are eating it. And they're like, oh, my God, Bogetti. Like, <laughs> what's wrong? Like, geez, like you were made of something. And my dad is like... You pussies. Like, what do you mean you can't handle these wings? Like, they're not that bad. They're mild. And so, like, I, like whatever, the party goes on, and my dad finally has wings, and he's been making fun of these guys all yeah. night because, like, what's wrong with you people? And he gets the, like, plate of wings, and, like, the wings were, describe what I'm doing, because I don't know how, like, they were, like, that far away from him. Uh, so... It, huh? Like he he puts the wings like on the plate and he doesn't even yeah. pull the plate and he like knew he was in trouble because his sinuses cleared immediately. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even up here; they were like down, like wow. his palm oh, extended. Man. And so he like he got himself through it and he played like there was nothing wrong, but like his eyes were watering and he was like, "What did I do?" And he had to think back and was like, "Oh my god, like, <laughs> I used my logic to get like not do." And then I went and put four times as much hot sauce in them. <laughs> and then served them to people and the people ate them they were like you know it kind of grows on you but oh. but yeah so that was his where he's like oh yeah you gotta be careful like never again like now he's just like nope four teaspoons like he does not do the yeah. the conversion I uh, I remembered another one that involves you oh no yeah. what did I do so growing up we would always have a memorial day parade go by my house and one year <clears throat> one year you and I were in charge of cooking the hot dogs and they were so undercooked because that grill was so finicky because it was a charcoal grill. And oh, we couldn't, yeah. we, it wasn't hot enough, but they're like, it's hot enough. Go cook the hot dogs. Yeah. It wasn't hot enough. So we weren't able to cook the hot dogs. My mom ended up sticking them all in the oven to heat them up the rest oh, of the way. Oh man. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. That grill was so bad. Like the one time my dad ran out of lighter fluid. So he took the gas can. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Lit the whole can on fire, threw it into the yard. There was a brown patch of grass there for three years. Dad might be my hero. That's yeah. amazing. Um, all right, uh, Devin. Did I do something wrong? Mo- yeah, move your microphone. Oh, like hit, turn it on and off once. There we go. It, it got bumped. Yeah, oh, it's okay. back. Gotcha. It's better. Yeah, it's back. Okay. Yeah, I got bumped there. I'll have to cut that out. Oh, that's um. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of any other stories. No, so I think that's. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it's. I just, I, I loved. There were certain things in this movie that I really liked, um, and there were just kind of like laugh out loud moments, where uh, they get done with the truck and they're sitting in front of it, you know, drinking and smoking, and there's like four or five moments that I want to talk about. One is the son going, "What." can I have some beer? Oh, and yes. then like, uh, the chef's friend is like joking, like, yeah, sure. You can, you can have it. You're, you're one of us now. And, uh, Fabro, Fabro, yeah. Fabro he's like, uh, his kid, uh, he tells me like, get, you know, what? a sip. And the son does the typical, like taking a sip of beer and like, the, like, Oh, this is disgusting. And then he takes the beer. He's like, good. Remember that the next time somebody tries to offer you so when you're yeah. in high school or something <laughs> like that, there was that part. And then when, <clears throat> They leave and the buddy's like, no, I know a guy. He'll get us hooked up. I'll get it painted. Don't worry about it. And they go and it comes back and the thing's got rims oh, and a yeah, sound yeah. system and the paint. And I'm just like, and he's just driving it. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. And like, th- that was good. But then it reminded me of something. Mm-hmm. This came out in 2013. Uh, 2014. Yeah. 2014. Okay. Was there like a like a fad or a thing about like taco trucks? around like yeah the turn. Because, yeah. yeah because yeah. Roy Troy's <clears throat> food truck hitting it big started like this whole resurgence of food trucks okay because this is because this movie made me think of the movie Turbo that animated movie about the snail oh that like does the whole like race car thing yeah like yeah. it's cars but it's a snail and uh-huh. it's indie car racing 
but the human that the snail makes a friend with is one of two brothers that own a taco stand and they have a taco truck. Oh, nice. And they drive the taco truck from California Mm -hmm. to Indy for Uh, the Indy 500. Yeah. And it just that whole road trip thing reminded me of that. Yeah. But I mean, I I feel like Turbo is very underrated movie. I've never seen it. It, it's. I've never seen it either. Uh oh. It's. Guys. I I know that car things really aren't like your guys' thing, but it's not, not a car based movie like Fast and the Furious or Cars. Like snail based movie. It's a snail based movie who gets through an accident becomes nitricized. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to keep that one in mind. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I don't got anything else on Chef. I think we got a yeah, a good place to wrap either. it up. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think of different things that I found funny with it. But yeah, I mean, uh, definitely check out the Chef Show if you yeah, guys yeah. have it yet because it it's real. If you enjoy the movie, there's a lot more to it. Like they just they tell some behind the scenes stories and like it takes them three tries to get beignets right on the show. Oh wow, <laughs> um, which is a it's a fun journey. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, do us a favor and rate and review us. Uh, we read the comments. We love hearing from you. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I've got. So for You Have to Watch This Podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>